to episode 19, I think, of the Q&A podcast. I'm here with an awesome guest. Would you like to say your own name, sir? What's up, y'all? It's Morgan J. here on Q&A, episode 19, I think, because uh, that's what he said, and I, I couldn't be happier to be here. Oh. Uh, in this uh, we work in this we set up a, a podcast studio in this week. Yes, work. that's right. And, um, High production value right here. <laughs> well, uh, right off the top, I want to just plug all your stuff first. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, my mom's the only person who listens to this podcast. That's okay. So. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. You're going to clip this up. We're going to put the clips on Instagram and TikTok and it's going to okay. go viral. Okay? Don't worry. Well, I, uh, I, well, the first and utmost thing I imagine you want to plug is your new special coming That's out, right. right? That's Listen, exciting. Listen, everybody, I just announced it today, uh, May 31st. May 31st, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Morgan J is going to be dropping a new comedy special. What number is this one? This is my third album, my second comedy special. Oh. The first album was not live. That's the one where you did Friendzone? No, no, no. Friendzone is actually on this special. I did not release Friendzone with anything else. I, I had released it as a single. Oh, God. You know, I released it as a single. Yeah. And um, now we're going to put it with the rest of the, the, the good bits and we're going to put it out. And you said that this is the most proudest work the, the work you've been most proud of, I'm how very, come? I'm very, you know... What about this one makes it so special? You know, special. The, the production value is super high. We got a really great team. Higher than this. It's a little, it's a, it's a little bit higher than the production value here. We, we uh, you know, fully female-led production team. Oh, wow. Female director, female DP, female producer uh ad like you know they were kind of running the whole thing coincidence or you wanted it to no be? It, was a, it was a coincidence oh. and i had a couple bids and it turned out that this crew they they just had the best plan and and uh the best kind of look for it and they kind of really executed a vision that i had in my head for something really wow. intimate and warm and, we were, and also what i think makes this special is that we recorded it <clears throat> we recorded it in uh, a place called the Village Studio. It's a legendary recording studio space. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and it's primarily for music, and because my special kind of bridges the gap between comedy and music, I wanted to do it in this very legendary space. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so, more like Frank Sinatra saying it. I mean, right. any artist you can think of, they have recorded at the studio. Okay, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's why I'm just really, excuse me, I'm really hyped on it. Yeah. Okay, well, May 31st. 31st. And any other projects you want to plug? Right now I'm on season 19 of Wild and Out. I will be on season 20 of Wild and Out, and I just got back. I and I just got asked back to do season 21. Wow. We're going to be filming that at the end of May. Um, you know, between you and me, I don't watch myself on the show because I don't think I did a good job. Oh, what? So, yeah, I, I, you know, some stuff I watch myself on, but that one I, I didn't feel too comfortable about it. 
What what made you feel like you didn't do a good job on Wild and Out? Because I've seen the clip, some clips. Yeah. It was my first time on a major television show like that with that kind of reputation. Um, you know, I, I felt like, you know, you're competing on the show. You like I know the show. You are competing in for you know the premise is two teams, but behind the scenes you are competing for stage time. Oh. Uh, for, 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 you're competing for screen time. So essentially, like. You know, the producer was very clear, like, listen, we want we want moments. We want funny moments, you know, and, and you're kind of tasked with, with coming up with that. And, you know, I feel like it's a lot of pressure, especially because, uh, you know, your paycheck is kind of dependent on it. If you don't do a good job, they might not have you back for another episode or two. Oh. But that's just kind of the name of the game, you know, it, 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 and... and that may, maybe that environment, because they shoot so fast, that that's kind of like maybe that's what it needs to be. You know, you gotta have. It's kind of like SNL. Seems seems like it's a little bit different than SNL because SNL they do one show and they spend the whole week yeah. on the episode. Yeah. This is literally like they shoot two to three episodes a day. You know. They shoot that? two to three a day. Exactly. So. so How long's a day then? Uh, you know, ten a.m. to ten p.m. Oh, that's a lot to shoot in. That's still. But a you're lot not on every episode. You know, you're shooting three episodes. Okay. Wow. Well, this actually yeah. brings up my first uh, question. Oh, oh. <laughs> is that you? You just became very vulnerable. Oh, you have a hair tie. Yeah. I always see that on women. Oh, they're about to go down on you. Oh. So, I, but I realize you have a lot of hair. <laughs> yeah, I can make sense. Oh my gosh, yeah, you, you're always you, on. Before, before you eat a slice of pizza. <laughs> you're like, oh, my hair. Well, um, what is it? Oh, did you let <laughs> me forget? Okay, you just brought up. This is something that I noticed about you after I met you. Is this? Um, so you brought up something that made you very vulnerable. You said I don't think I did a good job, mm. which is very. I don't think I did a bad job, but I I don't think I did the best job I could do for the expectations right. I have for myself. Yeah, but even if you admitting that is a very I think emotionally mature thing to say. You know, it's just making yourself very vulnerable. And this surprised me because when I first met you, it was at the funny media productions thing. Oh, yeah. And you had your shirt off beforehand. You were like changing or something, but you, said you're, you took your shirt off in front of everyone. And my first thought was, oh my gosh, this guy is so confident. Like this, my literal thought was this guy fucks. Like that's uh, literally what I thought. Yeah. But then the more I got to know you, you you are very confident, yes. Yeah, about certain things. Yeah, yeah certain things, and, and we'll get to that too because uh, there's some another point. But you are also very... I don't know if sensitive is the right word, but... Open, authentic, genuine, vulnerable. What is very, it? Yeah, very... I would say, yeah, very genuine, sincere, <coughs> vulnerable. It's just It just caught me off guard from my first impression of you because you're like this cool guy with a guitar, Takes a shirt off in front of them. No, no, I, I have a, I have a Eurobot. I I shop at Uniqlo. I have the body type of a slender Japanese boy. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm Brazilian. It just happens to be. You know, this is. Is this Uniqlo? I think this is. Uniqlo. Uh, oh. Uniqlo. Okay. It's been, Uniqlo is like the, Uniqlo is like the Japanese Kmart is what I'm told. I'm is told it, it's like like in Japan it's like the not the brand. Is it called Uniqlo or Uniqlo? I don't know, dude. You I don't know me. either. I only heard it once. I said Uniqlo. 
unique cloak. That sounds cooler. I thought it was unique cloak, but I, I don't really. I only shop at Target. That's where I buy all oh, my clothes. This nice. is all from Target. Okay, here. You look good, man. Well, you know, you got you got a good body. You can put anything on. Oh, okay. oh, you so, too, sir. Stop, dude. No, I don't. Yeah, uh, yes, you do. I, I see. What are you? How tall are you? I'm six two. And what, what do you weigh? One eighty. I'm six one. I weigh one sixty three. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> We're pretty much the same then. No, dude, you're Asian. <laughs> Wait, what does that? Do? Wait, hold up, but don't. We're not the same. Uh, well, the well. Yeah, so I don't know, like. Well, and then you also mentioned that what really caught me off guard is you said during the pandemic you would look at yourself every morning and yet you told yourself very self-affirming things. Oh, yeah, because you, you opened for me in, in Phoenix. We talked yes. a lot about that. Yeah, Morgan like, J was super nice. I was, I was in Phoenix and I saw Morgan J was in Phoenix too and I asked him, can I just do a little spot in your show? And he gave me a, a feature spot, which yeah. means I also got paid. Yeah. It was an awesome opportunity. It was a good club too. They just opened up. Yeah, super fun club. I was the first comedian they brought. Yeah, to. yeah, first comedian to do a weekend, especially yeah. right, and yeah. sold out. Or yeah, sold we out. We sold out like two nights, which is yeah. pretty honestly, pretty good considering. Yeah, no, I th- it was packed. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. Nice. Yeah, but when you said that, that really shocked me. So you weren't always a confident person. No, no, I, I don't think most of us get into this business because we think we're the best, right? Like, do you, would you say you got into doing this because you thought? No, I no. Mean, you model, you work out. <laughs> no, 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 you, no, 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 no. But do you do? But do you like? Did you get fit because you were like, like I'm already fit, so I'm like, or were you like, I think my body can be better? You know oh. what I'm saying? Like, I, I think people who are succeeding in life and are at the top of their game. I don't think LeBron goes around thinking I've done enough, and you know, uh, I, like he never does. The dude's thirty-eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I don't think he's he's going around saying I'm the best. Like, yeah, he's obviously one of the goats, but he's always like, I can do more. I can do more. I can do more. So I think it comes from a place of, I think it comes from a place of like you know just wanting to be better, um, and. I always think about this thing, you know, dressing for the job you want, right? So if you want to be oh. like this, uh, you want to be like this headliner comedian or a celebrity actor and being at the top of the food chain, you kind of got to believe that you are that person already. But to me, it seemed like you always believed it. So it was shocking when you told me that you had to make your mindset go I mean, there. a little bit. I had doubts for sure, but I think the shift really happened during the pandemic. I was going to therapy regularly. I was journaling regularly. I was doing the mirror work. And it, it changes everything. It what made you everything. start doing therapy and uh, journaling? Um, I think I had like an ex-girlfriend who said I should go to therapy. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant you had a heartbreak in that. I mean, I did. I had that too, but I just never oh. got there. You know, I'm, I'm a child of an immigrant. You know, we don't believe in therapy. Yeah, that's The only one in my family who's gone to therapy. So, you know, my sister-in-law, she's Chinese. Her parents are from Hong Kong, and they don't. They don't. Oh, wow. like, she's never been to therapy, right? But like nobody, nobody, you know, nobody's been to therapy in our families. So I'll be the only one, basically. And that's what your therapist recommended to you to do that mirror work, to get into. No, that that, 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 I, that I just got from like what you see other, you see. I just like look at podcasts and things like that, and you know the power of uh, positive thinking and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Wow. So it it all comes from that, really. Why did your ex say you should check out therapy? 
I don't know, because I was bad at being a boyfriend. <laughs> like, no, I was like, you know, <laughs> you I, was on, I was on some fuckboy shit, you know, breaking up and getting um, together again, breaking up and just like not being sure about what I wanted and not knowing how to express myself in a relationship and feel, I just didn't know how to communicate. Oh, you know? interesting. Yeah, I just wow. didn't know how to communicate. I didn't even know how to, I didn't, I didn't, know, I didn't even know how to tell somebody I was sad or, or angry or some shit, you know? Oh, oh, so you were very emotionally guarded. I just, no, I just didn't have a vocabulary for it because we didn't, growing up, we didn't really talk about our feelings. So I, my, my therapist at the time, he told me to download a children's emotion chart, which basically it's just like a bunch of images of like different faces, like angry, sad, excited, nervous. So it shows you different faces. So like if you don't have words to articulate how you feel, then you could look at an image and be like, no, that's how I feel. So, like, I, I didn't even know I had anxiety until oh. he was like, you have anxiety. Because I was explaining that sometimes I can't sleep and this, and I'm thinking about this, this. He's like, no, that's anxiety. So that's when I started taking Xanax, uh, and then I, I hopped on Klonopin. And, I, you know, I, at the moment, I, I'm happy to say that I only take it as needed. Oh, okay. You know what I okay. mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know... And only usually for sleep. Like I don't take anything during the day. Oh, okay. You know, this is mostly like. So your anxiety struck you when you're about to go to. The minute bed. I go to sleep, my heart starts pounding. Because of what you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. Wow. But you know, meditation helps that a lot. You know what I mean? Meditation helps. So. Wow, you're a very well. Now you seem very mentally healthy and self-aware. Well, you know, uh, I, I hope so. Um, right now we're keeping it together, but you never know how things change, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I get why these celebrities have breakdowns on set. Uh, I'm not a celebrity, but I mean, I, I do get recognized every once in a while. Now yeah, I would, I would consider you a celebrity, especially, but, yeah. But um, when you get to a certain level, like if you're Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie and everybody's in your face and everything you do is, I mean, think of Justin Bieber, bro. Justin Bieber's younger than we are, and yeah. the dude can't even be married to somebody in peace, bro. You got every single person online chipping away at his relationship. You, you, that girl you were talking about that we told you to, at the show, like, don't worry about it? Yeah. Are you with her now or no? No. Yeah, right? So you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> oh, but if it's Justin Bieber. But uh, No, no, but imagine you're with her and everybody's, like, making fun of you or her. Uh, and you, every, every single thing you do is, is you know, ridiculed. So then you, then you wonder why people have these fucking psychotic episodes or breaks and you're like then people are like they're crazy i'm like are they or is everybody in their business 24 7. on the other hand you do sign up for that you know every job has its occupational hazard yeah you know and the the occupational hazards of of being a comedian or an entertainer they change depending on where you are in your career so at the beginning you know the occupational hazard is having no money being broke nothing to eat having your family and friends like make fun of you for pursuing this and like yeah. why the fuck right yeah but as you get more successful then the occupational hazard is like do people like me for me or do they like me because i'm on the come up and then when you get super famous yeah. you have that yeah. and then it's also like the occupational hazard is yeah. you know, am i spending enough time with my family or friends am i balancing everything like yeah. am i doing too much like am i help you know what i mean yeah so. that's one thing i mean i, I kind of I'm not nowhere near as popular as you, but when I started to get a little bit more followers on Instagram, I kind of got that feeling where like people were a little nicer or people that never talked to me before, but always 
were like, you know, were friends on Instagram, started talking to me more, and I was just like, oh, what you said about like, you just don't know if, why they're talking to you now. Well, if the only thing that changed was I have yeah. a, buff, a bit more followers, and that's the only reason, then yeah, that will start to play mind games. Then. No, real talk, I mean, people see you got a blue check mark or some shit, then they're like, who is this? Did you, did you get a blue check mark? No. Did you, you get to buy one? No. Well, I, I, I would, I, now that you can just buy one, I don't want to get it yeah. anymore, but yeah. I, mean, I see people with blue check marks and have a couple hundred followers. <laughs> um, who are you, bro? <laughs> Are you a hundred? What are you, real estate? Like, what, are you are you a public figure? Well, that's the thing. I'm like, it, anyone know? can get it now, so I don't want. I yeah. don't want to get it if I if anyone could just get it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> people work really hard for that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Who the fuck is you, dude? With less than a thousand followers, bro? <clears throat> what? Did you buy half of them? Like, <laughs> you're right, right. So you were a very different person before the pandemic. Yeah, and even before that. I mean, I started meditating. Several years, several years before that. So I mean, if you if you met me ten years ago, I'd, I'd be unrecognizable. I think. What's What's the dif- biggest difference between now and um, ten years ago? I'm just way more chill, bro. Just way more chill. Oh. And before you, would you be like an angry person or more like extroverted person uh, or? Yeah, I was just anxious, and 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 I didn't know, and I was I definitely was extroverted, extroverted, and I definitely was overcompensating. I definitely really wanted people to like me, which obviously I still do, but uh, I think that I have better boundaries about what I do with other people, you know, saying no and not worrying if somebody, like, I, I'm not responsible for everybody's emotions all the time, you know? Okay, I'm, I'm curious now, because I imagine a lot of other com- comedians are probably asking you, hey, can I get a spot? Can I open for you? Can I do this? Yeah, I mean, you know, occasionally it happens. I mean, if somebody hits me up and I haven't agreed to let somebody else help it, I mean, I'm happy to do it. I just know how hard it is to get stage time. So, oh. so uh, for me, I was, I'm like, if, like, I get asked for every once in a while. I mean, one girl who's going to be opening for me on my fall tour for a lot of the shows, she just was like, hey, I'm happy to do it. Um, she's like I don't have money to fly her out or put her up in a hotel so she was just like she has her own source of income so she was like I just want the opportunity to perform and so I mean that's good you know and um, and she was cool she was very funny and I think my crowd meshes with her crowd too so she and she just asked you know I mean like I remember when I was starting comedy in New York I was afraid to ask for anything you know but you gotta just you gotta excuse me I had a sandwich earlier but you gotta ask without, you know, feeling weird about it. The worst that can happen is, yeah, yeah you, you can ask for things, but you just can't be like a fucking weirdo about it. That's all. How's, what's a weird way to ask? Did I ask it in a weird way? No, no, no. Okay. You, you, there's like a fine line between doing too much and doing too little. Oh, too little. You don't want to come across as uh, you don't give a shit you want to come across like humble with with humility and gratitude, right? Um, so if I were to ask for something like, "Hey, like I understand you might be busy," um, and then but but I was wondering if you'd be interested in X, Y, and Z, and then if they don't see it, it's not a follow up because now we're where I'm out of my career. Uh, it's hard for me to keep track of all the messages and things like that. So like sometimes you really gotta like you you can harass somebody over and over again, and I, and it does work to a certain extent. But, you know, if you could be funny about it and goofy about it and, oh. and polite about it. I don't, 
There's just a little bit of finessing that goes along with anything, you know. But you think um, up-and-coming comedians should definitely ask for those opportunities as opposed as to... Especially the people who are headlining uh, in different cities because the fact is the headliners, depending on who they are, like I'm not at a level where I can bring somebody with me. So I don't know who is in a city performing. Oh. So if I go to like... Fort Wayne, Indiana, I don't know who does comedy in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And I can't bring anybody with me. So if somebody from Chicago is like, hey, can I go to, can I open for you in Fort Wayne? I'm like, if you're down to drive to Fort Wayne, then sure, dude, go ahead. Wow. So, so like, it's just a matter of, this one squeaks too. It's just a matter of, um, you, you just want to ask. But also be prepared to seize that opportunity because you could ask and then go on stage and eat a fat dick and not do well. <laughs> do you know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like you, you can really you could really do poorly. I and mean, then sometimes a comedian's first impression of you might be their only impression of you, which has uh, happened to me too when I was a younger comedian. You know, so okay. So make sure that you can actually do a good job before. Yeah, you I mean, I, I had a comedian open. I I actually asked them to open for me. Uh, it was two comics, and, and it was the main stage at the improv. And I feel like they kind of, you know, uh, they did poorly. You know what I mean? And, and it's a big opportunity, I feel like. And look, I, I didn't expect any... I'm just trying to give stage time to as many different people as I can because I know how hard it is. Mm, but, you know, if, if, I, if nice somebody gives me an opportunity, you know, I'm very like, oh, my God, thank you so much, thank you so much, thank you for this opportunity. But there was, like, nothing, you know, there was nothing from this person, that that kind of energy. and it, I, I don't know, like, you can't really operate with that. you got to operate with humility and grace and, you know. So why are you so helpful to other comics? I know, you, yes, you know how hard it is to, you know, get stage time, and, and what you're doing is awesome, but what is making you so giving, I suppose? What experiences have you gone through that's... Because nobody helped me. No I mean, one helped you? No, I've been doing this 16 years, bro. No, I mean, I've gotten help in certain ways, but nobody asked me to open for them my whole career until 2019. What? Yeah, D-Ray, it was D-Ray Davis, comic, legendary comedian. Yeah, nobody asked me to open for them. Never did a late night spot. Never did like a Tonight Show thing. Um, you know, with this current special, uh, every streamer turned me down. Oh, what? Um, you know, it, it, everything I've gotten for the, like, I'd say most of it has been all with my own, like, grit and hard work and will. So, and so, yeah. so I would hope to make it a little bit easier for, for younger comics, you know, to, to do it because, you know. But that's why, like, I will say this also. I don't pick one or two people to open for me. Okay, okay. Right? Some people have, like, their favorite. Like, Burt Kreischer will pick, like, he has a rotation of, like, four or five people. Right, or, or right. Joe Coy has his people. You yeah. Know? Um, I would like to be in a place where I can give, you know, as many opportunities as I can, you know? Wow. And, and also, in hopes, right, like, that that will come back to me somehow. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that's what we hope, right? And Or, or that they, they see it. And it inspires them to do the same thing as they become a better, wow. better comic, you know? So. That's, that's a very, um, because you, I imagine that if no one helped you, the more logic, not the logical, but the more likely thing is like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to help anyone else too. But what made you do the opposite? 
Uh, just because I've heard stories of people, like headliners who are just, I just heard stories with, I mean, I had a friend open for a famous comedian who, who I won't mention, and my friend is incredibly hilarious, and I've heard this multiple times from other comics with certain headliners that you, they don't want the feature act to be funnier than they are. Um, oh, that and makes so sense. he crushed it, and then I guess the headliner went out, kind of struggled a little bit, and then told him he didn't have to come back the rest of the weekend, you know? So, and that happens. Like, some people will be like, why'd you book this person that's funnier than me? I think, you know, maybe, maybe I'll, I will feel that way at one point in my life, but also um, you'd want, you want to be people that push you to be better and greater than yourself, right? You need to evolve. You need to, to change and, and grow with the, the sensibilities of the time. You know what I mean? So um, that's kind of how I feel about it, you know? And I hear those stories, and I don't want to be like that. Okay. Well, one other thing we talked about in Arizona in the green room was... Don't beautifully run your fingers. <laughs> don't, don't beautifully run your fingers. Don't you in front of me beautifully run your fingers. Have you ever had hair? long hair? I no. think it would look really good with long hair, too. No, it's curly, bro. It'll, it would still look good, though. No. No? Why that. not? Oh, did that change colors? Am I crazy? I think it just got a little brighter. That's okay. Okay. Don't worry. I don't know why I did that. But it would still look good with long, long <laughs> Q&A, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Well, one other thing we talked about in the green room was we talked about how you and the other comic, Luis, get girls after comedy shows. And it blew my mind because they made it sound so easy. And um, you guys were trying to give me some tips. So what... If it's so easy for you guys, what's preventing me from getting the same success with ladies? Okay, so let's talk about this. I think your energy is very thirsty. No. Yeah, Ryan. Your, no. en your, your energy is very thirsty. Really? Yeah, it is, dude. But how? It's thirsty. It's, it's, you're too, you're, you don't, you're too, like, you're too uh, humble and you're too gracious and... You know, there has to be a little bit of I am the man energy, big dick energy. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying, look, we don't want that energy to be borderline toxic masculinity, but people are attracted to confidence. People are attracted to people who are comfortable with themselves, people who are comfortable in their body, in their mind, in their heart, and their soul. So if you can find peace within yourself and and, and not need, like, you want to operate from a place of, I don't actually need to be with anybody tonight. Wait, but what about me doesn't show confidence? Bro, literally this whole, this whole thing right here, dude. They're like, what is this? This whole setup, bro, what are you talking about? You well, know? Well, the thing with, uh, the, I, yeah, I agree. I, I, um, I don't exude confidence, I know that, but... It's, I don't think it's because I'm not confident. It's that I'm just so comfortable being really self-deprecating. Like, but can I tell you something? Yeah. You know, words have value. I know. All right? Yeah, and, 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 negative self-talk. And, and if you say enough times, whether it's joking or not, oh. that, listen, the words inform, literally, I believe, will inform every cell of your body. You're telling your body, every part of your body, I'm not good enough. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you got to operate. You got to be careful with that. You got to be careful with that. But what if I have a self-deprecating sense of humor? Well, what if you flipped it and, and you tried a, a, a set where you were, you, you, even if you didn't mean it, it was the complete opposite. Oh, that might what be, if it be was, interesting. I'm Ryan Koo and I'm the shit and I'm strong <laughs> and I have beautiful hair. <laughs> Bro, what if you, what if you, you see how you're laughing? Yeah. What if you came out and just did that? Hey, what's up everybody? I'm Ryan Koo. Yes, I'm six foot two. I'm incredibly beautiful. I use I use hair I use conditioner and shampoo. Okay. Can I try uh, it then and see? Right now. Yeah, I'll just repeat exactly what you said. Hello, what's up, everybody? I'm Ryan Koo. Hello, what's up, everybody? I'm Stop Ryan. again. <laughs> what did I do? What do this? Do this. What's up, everybody? Okay. What's up, everybody? Oh, I can't. I see this? <laughs> That's too cool. No, no. I'm not that cool. I can't. No, it, it, this this, is, this is actually so stupid that it's funny. But see, the thing is, people. But you look so cool doing no, it. I can't no, no, no. I don't look cool, dude. It's just that. You do, I see you right no, now. No. People just want somebody who's a goofy, silly guy. Well, what's, wasn't this goofy and silly? Hi, I'm Ryan. Listen, Ryan, you already gotta understand you're a top 10 percentile man. Oh. You're tall, you got a full head of hair. <laughs> You, you, you're, you got a great physique. You're 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 nice. You're nice. You just say girls don't like nice guys, though. No, you said that make me thirsty do. energy. No, 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 no. Being nice and being thirsty are two different things. Oh. All right. Being nice should just be a quality that every human has. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being nice to get girls that's thirsty. You understand what I'm saying? Oh. You gotta be nice in your soul to everybody and polite and kind. And authentic, right? You can't just be that way to get some pussy. Wait, you know but that? you never seen me talk to girls. How do you know I'm thirsty to girls? I just know you. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you want to try it out right now? You want to be the? You want to? Okay. You want me to be the girl? You the okay. guy? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to try to get your number. Then let's say we're at a comedy show. <laughs> let's say I had a, a a solid set, not killed, but a solid set. And I and I think you're cute. And no, let's say you gave me a wink, and I no, saw that. Don't be winking, dude. Okay, what I'm gonna look at you. This is what it's gonna be like. I'm gonna look at you for a hot, like a split second, because what happens is for a split second you caught my eye, but that's all you get. All right. Okay, and I respond right? to it. Okay, yeah. Right? Okay. Oh. Hello. How are you? Hey, what's up? That was cool. You, you, were you one of the comments who just went up? That was me. Yeah, that was cool. What did you think was cool about it? Mm. I don't know. I just think it takes a lot of courage to go up there and just like be funny in front of people like that. It's really cool. Well, I'll tell you what. I think you're pretty cool. Oh, cool. Thanks. What are you drinking there? You know, my girlfriends are back at the table. I'm gonna go over there. Wait. Okay, so let's talk about <laughs> let's let's talk that was about so bad. let's talk about all the things that went wrong. I'm gonna okay. be the guy and you be the girl, okay? <laughs> you have a cup of water with you you can sip or something? Oh okay. Okay, so now you're Just gonna be Just hold we're this. switching it, okay. Alright, here we go, ready? Okay. <clears throat> hey, what's up? Hey! Great setup there. Mm. Like, yeah, I thought it was all right. I, I was just not that good. It, was, it could be funnier, but I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. I thought you were great. 
Um, so, uh, did you did you come with friends, or you come to see me? My girlfriends are over there, but oh. I feel inclined to be here right now for some reason. Oh, suspicious. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, what are you going to be doing after the show? Are you, are you guys going out, or what's the what's the vibe? I think uh, we might get hit up that bar, Mr. Oh. Elephant. Well, I'll tell you what, no pressure. Look, you, you seem like a nice person. I'm in town for like a night or two. I don't know anything about this place. So I'm going to just just hit me a message on Instagram if you want. If I don't hear from you, it's all good. But I appreciate you coming to the show. And, um, you know, I'm glad you enjoyed it. All right, hey. enjoy the rest of the show. And I DM you. Wow! Did you see what I did there? I, did you learn this? Or did you develop it over, over a period of a, a time? No. Trial and error, thank you. I think there was a time in my life where I felt like I really needed to score, you know. But now it's not like that. And now, you know. That was so smooth. What was smooth? There was nothing. It was very, it was very normal. I, I put, like... I don't know, I felt like it was just, you know. I mean, shit, I made you laugh. I made Ryan laugh during it. I made Ryan cool laugh during it. You know what I mean? So. I, I didn't do this at all, did I? No. no. Did I look cool doing that? Bro, you by default look cool, dude. <laughs> Wait, then why did you tell you me to look, do this? Bro, you look like an Asian Keanu Reeves. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay. Wait, is that one of your jokes? Do you talk about that? Uh, now you look like like Keanu Reeves a little bit. You have like his, his. Well, now that your hair is short. Yeah. Now, now I now really, really look, have the Keanu Reeves. Now I feel like I look like Adam Driver. Dude. With the facial hair. Yeah, you are. You're Korean, right? Yeah. You're a Korean Adam Driver. <laughs> Keanu, dude. That's what you can say. But I have the confidence of. Uh... Well, anyways, what? He's what... really thinking about his life right now. <laughs> what did you do? What 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 was that? Was that was that? Like, was that a mind look, game, look, or was that look. you just being yourself? That was or? me and myself. Look, obviously it makes it a little bit easier when you're on stage because you, you were in, on stage in a position where, you know, everybody's looking at you, and it's it's just cool, I guess. I don't know. But um, I tell, I'll tell you what. I, I, I wouldn't be able to... I don't know if I have that same energy off stage. Like, if I had to approach a girl at a bar, like, just like... Oh, yeah. Normally, I don't know if I'd have that same energy because... May I see that? Um, if you were approaching a girl not at a comedy, comedy club and she doesn't even know you're a comedian, how would that work out if you were at a bar and you just thought... I mean, we'll try it out. So yeah. I'll be like, hey, what's I'm up? I'm interested because that's true. The... <clears throat> okay. Okay. Hey, what's up? Hey. I saw you over here at, like, you were just so incredibly attractive that I had to talk to you. Well, even even if it, even if this is all that we what happens and you say hello goodbye like it's all but I had to say something. Well, I'm. Uh, let me just say I think you're quite easy on the eyes yourself. Oh, so tell me you're like you are you in town? Are you visiting? Do you live here? Like what's the vibe? I live right down the street above that uh, bodega. Oh, you live above bodega down the street? I love that bodega. They got like three cats over there. Yeah. 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 So what 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 are you doing out here for for money? Like, I say money because. You know, sometimes people don't get to really, like, you know, sometimes people have, like, a passion, you know, what do you oh. do? Like, you tell me the money job and tell me the passion job, or maybe they're, they're one and the same. One and the same? I flip houses. You flip houses? Yeah. Damn, I'm never going to be able to buy a house. What, what What do you mean? You seem like a very uh, well, well-off man. Is that what you're into? I mean... Do you want somebody to be hella rich? 
You know what? Fuck you. I don't got money. What are you talking about? <laughs> wow, that is very different than how you yeah. would treat women in a comedy yeah, club. <laughs> okay, so. By the way, how long do you record for? I like an hour. Okay, great. I'm yeah. track of time. We have about like 25 Some minutes. Things. Yeah. Okay, great. Fantastic. So, you. You're just. I still don't think I got the answer then. You're just yourself. Like, that was, you said that was just yourself? What is that? What is yourself then? What, what was that answer? You know what it is, man? It's like... Think of this, think of this way, bro. You have a... You have a... Here, you know, there's nothing in here. You can put that. Alright? Who you fooling, right? You have, let's say I have this comedy special coming out. Okay. okay? Um, it's a product. I have to believe in the product so much because I have to sell the product and I need people to also believe in the product. Do you understand what I'm saying? Wow. Now, 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 now let's shift it. You are, you are the product. You, okay. You're the person of the product. Okay. You sell yourself to society in some form, you know, your social currency, whatever you want, whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? How can you expect people to buy into you if you haven't bought into yourself, bro? Wait, but... I think I do by myself. I'm just. What if that's just me? Can a, can a person just naturally be? No, no. But who you are is terrible. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but what if that's me? What if I'm just so? What if I feel the most me when I'm? Then maybe that's what, that's how you feel. Do you stop, Do you have? Do you take anything? Are you like a depressed guy, or like do you take anything? No, I'm not depressed. Um, I think I'm really good at. Suppressing my emotions. Mm. Also, from being an Asian immigrant person. You know? Yeah, no, I believe that. I don't know, man. You just gotta, like, maybe maybe you'll find... I bet you could find, like, a, a big booty, you know, cosplay chick. <laughs> I bet you, you know, with Septim Pearson, who you could watch anime with, you know? I don't really watch... I don't like anime that much. By the way, uh, I'm not assuming you like anime because you're... <laughs> I'm just saying, I know, I know, I know, I know. Big booty goth chicks like anime. Yes. And also, yeah. anime is like now. Oh, it's mainstream. It's like mainstream. Yeah, now. Crazy. It's literally mainstream. Most of the matches I get on Hinge are goth girls who like anime. Really? <laughs> yeah. Not even. I'm joking. saying, yeah. bro. But I don't. I don't think I mesh well with that personality. Why? What would? You, what do you want in a woman? I think I want just someone I can just. Have you know relate to? Get a like, no, I don't buy it. What? What do you mean? Like you want a woman with a big booty, <laughs> titties, nice smile. Do you want a girl who's ambitious, or do you want a girl who oh. who you're gonna you're gonna provide for and take? Do you want a, like a do you want a, a classic you know male female structure? You're the breadwinner. She's wow, the, super. Do you detailed, want yeah. do you want um, a woman that gives you the best sloppy toppy of your life? Do you want a wow. woman? Do you want a woman who makes the first move, or do you want to be the one that makes the first move? Do you want a woman who knows how to text back and communicate, or does not? Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like pick these pick traits and qualities and things. Like, know what you like and what you don't like. See, that's my problem. I'm very. And don't and, and the thing is, you're devaluing yourself if you're not making these types of lists and knowing what your needs are, right? So when you're living when you're operating from a place of like, oh, I just want a girl who will who's like. Who you know? Who likes me and 
I can relate to them. But but what are you relating to, bro? Are you relating to them because like you need them, you want to be accepted, or or you know what I'm saying? Like, what if I want a girl who do you loves like to work out? Yeah. Do you like to work out? Yeah. Or do you do it because you like you want to look hot? Do you like to look hot? Both. Both. Okay. So, would you like to be with a girl who also takes pride in the way she looks and like goes to the gym regularly and works wow. out? Would you like to have somebody to go to the gym with? What if I just want a woman who loves me for who I am? Bro, nobody <laughs> loves you for who you are. <laughs> Wait, what? People love you what? for what you can provide to them. Oh. Right? Wow. So sad. All right? So true. Because let me tell you something. What happens if no one? Do you know why? No, 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 no. That's bullshit. Because look, the person you are, how old are you? The 30. You're thir- the, you are the 30? <laughs> the, what does that mean, the 30? You said the 30. Oh, right? did I? I'm sorry. That was my accent. I'm All right, look, 30. You're, thir- you're yeah. 30, right? Yes. You're not going to be the same person today that you were. You're not going to be, when you're 35, you're not going to be the person you were at 30 okay. and 40 and 45. So you can't expect somebody to be with to love oh, you for wow. who you are because who you are is always going to change. Did you come up with that yourself? No, dude. It's oh. just we, this is the things we know, bro. I feel like I'm being too I'm being too aggro with you. No, 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 no. I just want you to no. be I want you to be happy and recognize This is inspiring. I want you to recognize your full potential and power, dude. Wow. You understand? So you what you really What's want holding me back. What you really want is a woman you can grow with and change with. Somebody who leaves space open for, for you to be who you are, but also leaves space open for you to become who you're meant to be. Because some women, or some people might be with you because, oh, I like this Ryan who has this beautiful hair and this beautiful physique. But <laughs> one day you might be like, God, I'm tired of working out. I'm tired of having to look hot. And honestly, I just want to be healthy. So I'm going to get into like rock climbing and playing tennis. Right? And then maybe this girl's going to be like, man, I miss the Ryan who is all fucking buff and hot. But you want somebody like, if you look, bro, it's like what Paul says, what Paul from Drag Race. Oh, it, it, oh wow. it, you got to love yourself before, before you can love anybody else. You know what I mean? How do I know if I'm loving myself or not? I don't know, bro. Do you love yourself? I think I do. No, bro. You don't you do. <laughs> but I don't know what that's no, supposed to feel you like. You don't, you don't think you do. You, you, you know you do. How do I know if I love myself, though? You just know in the core of your soul. You feel it. And Can like, I feel and it right, right now? The fact, no, no, no. The fact, that you, the fact that you don't know is the fact that you don't, we don't, you don't love yourself 100%. I know you love yourself. Okay. But you need to be in a space where if somebody comes at you okay. and they're like, Ryan Koo is stupid. Oh, okay. You're like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm not stupid. I love me. Okay. And that person doesn't know who I am. And I know I'm not stupid. I would, I would respond like shit. that. I would respond like, okay, I wouldn't say I'm the shit, but I would respond like, I'm not stupid. I know that. But I wouldn't say I'm the shit afterwards. So. Damn, Ryan, I really want you to find love. I want you to, I want you to be the boss that I know you are. You I, know, you know how saying? do I know? How do I get there? Bro, I ain't a, I ain't a coach. I'm you a, seem I'm, like I'm, you have all the answers. I'm a comedian who uses a guitar, dude. I'm a comedian who uses a guitar. I look like the dude from Ratatouille. Bro. What the fuck do I know? Wait, wait. Everything you said so far was so motivational. 
I say I'm 36, so I got six years on you. All right. You're 36? That's right, I look incredible, thank you. <coughs> you do look incredible, wow. And you have the energy of like, uh, no, you have really good but, at But listen, energy. dude, you gotta look, do you look yourself in the mirror and say I'm the shit? Remember I told you to do that, right? What did you say? Yeah, maybe I should start doing I that. I said I'm the shit. I said you are a star. I fucking love you. People want to hang out with you. You're the best. You're talented. You're, you got it. You Would know, you say it with that energy too? Or? 100% say it with that energy. You gotta say that shit with conviction. And it's gonna feel goofy at first, I'm telling you, but but you gotta say it. It changes everything. The thing is, I have really low energy. That's, All right, well, well, but that's, that's not that's, because I, It doesn't have to be high energy. You gotta just start with saying it. If um, you have all these excuses oh. as to why you can't say it, then you're no, never gonna. No, I mean, it. I will say it, but it's not gonna look like that's gonna look like you're the shit. People wanna hang out with you. You're awesome, you're cool. But you're doing this thing, bro, where you're putting this like, you're, I can do you. You're, see, look. Okay. You're cool, I think you're really great, and uh, I love you, and I like you. But you're that's just me. No, dude, it's, you're more than that, bro, I know. <laughs> do you, you want to do you want to act? I do. Do you want to yeah. act? Yeah, I do. All right, so act. Like you're the fucking man, bro. Act like some, a character from Fast and the Furious. And I'm not saying that because there's a lot of Asian people in that cast. I'm saying it because there's a lot of people walking around in that cast confident as fuck, dude. Oh, Who okay. have no business being confident. I'll try. But you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. what if you gotta act? What if you gotta be the leading man, bro? I know. What you gotta, do you that's, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you, but you yeah. gotta act like that. You gotta you gotta pretend it's a pretend it's a, a part that you're you're being. Okay. You know? Uh, okay. You're cool. You're wait what? Oh, is that a good yes? Was that a good yes? Dude, the, no, shift, was that good? the shift. The shift. Did we all just see that? Was that good? Did we all just see that? What did, what did, did I do? Slight little. Sh you came at it with with a tenacity that wasn't been there before. What? If, really? Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> oh, all right, okay. you're, you're Brad Pitt. Um, Who's the hottest Asian actor out right now that everybody loves? Besides Steve, Steven Yeun. Besides, oh crap. Uh, oh, who's Simu the guy who? Simu Lu. Simu Lu. Is it Simu Lu? Is that my saying right? Simu Lu? I don't even know how to say it. It's Chinese, I'm Korean. Alright, so. Okay, Simu Lu. So, so, you know, do with that energy. Like, you, you, like, you, you, you. Okay, I'm gonna try again. Okay. Oh man. I think I lost it. You got it. Just this, I already know it's different. That's how I know. That's how I know that. That's how I know the shit is inside of him, because it's just, just he just doesn't feel comfortable with that. But I know it's there. Okay. Okay. Because I'll, let me tell you something, bro. Okay. The, even the the the, the biggest oh. like the Brad Pitts and the George Clooney's and, and all these actors, they can act like a a, a nerdy dude. You right. Right. Yeah. But they could also be this other guy. So oh, can you man. play both roles? Can you be the nerdy? I'll try, but self? I'm, I'm like shaking right now. My back is super sweaty. But this, this, this is how I know that there's okay. something inside of you that's different because like, okay, you know? I'll try. You're cool. You're awesome. You're, you're the man. You know what's better? Can I tell you, we're not, we're almost, we're, look. From where we were at the beginning, okay. I should be a fucking life coach, bro. I feel like I should. I would. Life I would pay. That's how a I know because you're because you're sweating and you're uncomfortable. I'm very sweaty. I can right tell now. the shift has yeah, happened, it's and I can tell it's a little bit uncomfortable. I'm shaking. And 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 that's how I know. 
I feel that, like I want to throw up. No, you don't. Do you? A little bit. That's well. Look, this cup is empty. So if you want to, but that's how I know. That's how I know. Hankayu. A close. Hankyo. Hankyo. Yeah. Hankyo. But I go by Ryan. Ryan. That's how I know. <laughs> Hankyo. That's how I know. That there's a lot of there's a lot of love in you, a lot of light, and a lot okay. of positivity in you, and there's a lot of growth for you. You got thirty, bro. A lot of growth here. That's where my, that's where it started. Around twenty nine thirty, happened started for me. So if I had, so I have to use this energy to approach girls too. Well, look, I I think, I think eventually, you 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 kind of it's like pendulum, right? So if you're over here, right, and you're like, I'm self deprecating, I'm nerdy, I'm, I am who I am. Yeah. And then on this side is, I'm. Mr. Swap, sophisticated, cool guy. Like, did you ever see, you know the show Family Matters from back in the day with Stephen Urkel? With I, Urkel? I've seen episodes, yeah. I've so, seen like very short episodes. So, so in that show, uh, Jaleel White, who plays Urkel, has an alter ego named, Ste I believe it's Stefan or Stefan or some shit. Okay. He goes into a machine and the smooth guy comes out. Oh. But when, but when he's not in the machine, like there's this nerdy dude. But you see like, the, the, both of those people can live in the middle somewhere. You know what I mean? Wow. And, um, you know. But you think I should embrace that cool side of me all the time? No. Oh. I, I think the where you I think right now you have too much humility and too much, um, like, uh, you know, like thank you so much, thank you so much, thank you so much. Right? Oh. Where you're putting people above you, right? <sighs> but. You, you what, where's that from? What's that coming from? I'm not your therapist, but you have to figure it out yourself. <laughs> you gotta go to therapy. What's your guess? You know, you probably had an immigrant parent who told you you weren't enough, or that like they came to America and they built a whole life for themselves through hard work and grit, and they don't have time for your excuses and how you feel and your whatever the fuck you're feeling. So I know you said your mom's the only one who listens to this, so I apologize in advance. <laughs> uh, Ryan's mom, you clearly did an amazing job. He's a cool, I like him; he's a cool dude. Um, but there's, wow. you know, the the circumstances that our family grew up, our parents grew up in, is not the same as our circumstances now. So we are navigating a world that's vastly different mm. from what it was thirty to forty yeah. years ago. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So I think you just have to be um, okay with accepting that things are different, you know what I mean? What did you, yeah, yeah. So what did you feel? I obviously don't resent them either. I, you know, I feel like therapy tries to like make you dislike your parents, but I love my oh. parents and, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I wouldn't change the, my upbringing for a, a second, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, time is linear, so. Um, so, may I, uh, what, uh, may I see the difference? Cause you showed me the, the the, you know, the two Hugh Humble Ryan version of your cool. Can I see what it looked like when I changed it then? So I have a better perspective. All right, so this is, uh, this is first Ryan. Uh, yeah, you're cool. You're great. You're, you're awesome. This is the other Ryan. You're cool. You're awesome. Wow. You're cool, I like you. Now, Oh wow! Does this feel? Did that feel a little? For, it was a little forced. It was, yeah. But I pushed it a little. But the thing is, you gotta fake it till you make it, right? So right now it feels uncomfortable. But eventually, it's gonna feel normal to you. You know what I mean? Like wow. as a baby, we're crawling, and then all of a sudden we're walking, right? 
you know, so you're also you got, you also got to understand you are trying to rewire and undo 30 years of of who you have been, right? And the thing is, like, you know, I went to I had an acting training. Basically, the the, the 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 mantra was, you know, growth as a person is synonymous with growth as a human being, right? And you can't grow as a good artist um, if you stay the same, yeah. Right? Like yeah. if you want if you want to be a comedian or an actor, and you you know you put out a special or two specials, but you're that same character, people know what it is, right? Uh, like that's why you know my first album it was produced my second album uh, I've self-produced it in a small little thing my third album there's like some other musical elements that have changed if you look at my first special and the second special and you look at the stage presence between the two there's a there's like an immeasurable there's oh. a gap that you, you'll see like an awesome amount of growth yeah. so you got to be able to evolve you got to be you should be embarrassed by who you were three months ago or six months ago in, in a certain way, I'm, like at least with your art, you know, you yeah. always want to be changing and growing. So, um, you know, that's why, like, give yourself permission to change, bro. Okay. You don't have to be the self-deprecating nerdy dude. You could, bro, you can be the hot GQ Asian comedian. You know what I'm saying? You could be acting opposite Ali Wong in a show. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? I, wait, do you you watch Beef, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So who's the, the guy that he's, she's like making out with in Vegas? Young Mazzino. But what I'm saying, like that dude, I don't know who he is, but he's smooth, he's confident in the show. What if you gotta be that guy? Can you be that guy? You know what's funny? I actually auditioned for that part. You did, okay. But when I saw the show, I and I know this is a self-deprecating thing, but I thought to myself, I couldn't do that. Like when they were having sex, I'm like, oh, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I would be too awkward. Yeah, because, oh, oh, sorry, spoiler alert. That's okay. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, they did, and, and it was really graphic. Oh, really? Like, very steamy. Did like, you see titties or no? I don't think so, right? I think so. We'll see. I think so, but he had, like, his fingers in her mouth. It was very, like, raunchy. And, I mean, I would have still tried it, but I, I'm like, I don't think I'm, I was cool enough to do that. But with this new energy, maybe that'll change. So mom, if you hear me say you're cool in the restroom, because I'm living with my parents right now. You call the bathroom of your parents' house the restaurant? Wait, what are we supposed to Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, but a restroom is like you in a restaurant somewhere. Oh, you don't call a restroom I don't call the restroom of your house? I just call a bathroom. Because you know why? In a, in a home, there's a bedroom, and that's where you can rest. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I always, I've been calling the house the restroom in my house restroom this whole time. Yeah, change that. And I've been calling the restaurant bathroom bathroom. Ah, uh, you see? You got to switch, bro. Uh, What's your mom's name? Jean. Jean. I keep looking at the microphone, Jean. <laughs> Jean, your son is going to go through some changes, and I want you to be prepared for it. It's going to change everything, bro. I'm telling you. I'll do this podcast with you from a year from now, and if you're not different, I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> I do have one question, and, and we are short on time. Um, I, and I know you're a busy man. We can stay oh, yeah, longer yeah. if you want. Um, but um, this was very touching. I, it was one of your reels, actually. Oh, yeah. It was the heart sticker on your guitar. Yeah. And um, uh, someone asked, someone in the crowd asked you, it was in Arizona, said, why do you have yeah. a sticker of a heart on your guitar? Yeah. And well, I'll let you tell the story, but this really touched me. Uh, so I, was, I just wanted to know more about how much 
your dad was an influence on you. And I know he... So, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My, my father died when I was six. He was a musician and singer in Argentina and eventually moved to America where he became a chef and he became known as a singing chef. Oh, wow. So, you know, I was playing piano from an early age, but uh, the first guitar that I ever picked up and played was his guitar and I had a little heart on it. Uh, and I don't know where he got that heart from. I don't know why he put it on there. But for me, I just took it as... Because also I live in LA and he's, he's buried in New Jersey. And so I don't get an opportunity to go to that, uh, I don't, you know, visit the grave, but I don't, I'm not somebody that believes like this headstone in this spot is the one way to remember somebody, right? Mm -hmm. So for every guitar that I buy or get, I put a little heart on it and that, that, that's just to remember that I'm walking a similar path to him. And, uh, you know, he's there with me when I'm performing. And, oh. and so do I think he would like the music that I'm singing? I don't know. I think he'd like that I'm an entertainer. He'd probably want me to sing what I, what I sing, but I don't know. You know, there's, no, there's things I don't know, but I, I am getting to maybe see what kind of person he might have been. <coughs> I wasn't crying. I just swallowed my own spit. <coughs> wow. So he was, was he a comedian musician or oh, a strictly pop singer? He was just singing songs, standards, you know. Oh, so he was jazz oriented. Well, not necessarily. Like, you know, it, <coughs> Uh, he was just singing those types of songs that like Frank Sinatra and those people were singing, wow. you know. I've got the world on a string, but like in Spanish or some shit, you know. You're Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, Brazilian. But why was he in Argentina? He grew up in Argentina. Oh, is he, he Argentina? He was born in Italy. Uh, you know, it's funny, I, post, I posted that clip and then somebody commented like, I don't know, man. Seems like your dad might have been a Nazi. He removed from Italy to Argentina. That's what a lot of Nazis did. So he moved to Argentina when he was 12. And, um, you know, I just responded like, well, dude, I don't know. He's dead now. So I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. I don't know who he was. I don't know. Wow, you said that? What did he say? Did no, that? I just was like, bro, I, I don't know. He's dead. So I can't really ask him. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I just... That's where I left it at, because I wasn't going to be like, what are you trying to insinuate? What point are you trying to make? Should I tell my Jewish girlfriend or some shit? Like, what do you want me to say, bro? So, I'm not going to get mad about it. It's just like, you know, it's just like, what else am I supposed to say? Right. Uh, quick question, too. And this reminded me from your um, other podcast where I listened to, and you said it was a New Year's gig, it was a black club, and you... First night went really, really well, but second night you said you bombed. Yeah. I've never seen you do anything less than like crazy well. So what does it look like for you when you bomb? I'm curious. Like, are you the type of comic that accepts it? Like, oh, I'm not doing well. Are you the one who, who ignores it and tries to like power through? Like, what's your, what do you do when you feel like you're bombing? I'm actually really curious about that. Yeah, you know, it's hard not to feel like the world is coming to an end in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Some comedians can really combat that, but I do. I am a sensitive boy, and I and I and I will take that personally for a minute or two. Uh, it will take me a, a moment to like understand like this is not a big like if that happens again, I'm better prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? So what happened that night then? Um, I I think I just the order of the I mean look it was New Year's Eve people were drinking and partying it's a couple thousand people. A lot of people don't know this, but black audiences are a little bit different than white audiences in that, like, you know, when they when they love you, they f 
fucking love you. They show you, it's like the mo you feel, they lift you up so much. Uh, but they also let you know if you're not good. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's fine too. You know what I mean? So they let you know. Like, I don't know if you watch Showtime at the Apollo, but I mean, if you're not doing well, they're going right. to tap dance you off the fucking yeah. stage. You know what I mean? But what happened? What did what did you do or not do? Did you like? They just that? weren't. They just weren't feeling it. My buddy who grew up in the hood, he was like, "Bro, nobody in the South Side of Chicago want to hear you sing your stupid songs." I was like, "All right, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right." <laughs> so did, did you finish the whole? I just, I look. I, I just I did like ten minutes. I had like two minutes. I didn't do. Look, I just know that I work well in an intimate setting, right? Uh, and I haven't. I haven't quite gotten. I haven't quite figured out how to perform. In a, a big theater like that. Really, I feel like it would translate over so well, though. From what I've seen, like. In, in, in but you also gotta understand. I'm like, you know, I don't look like anybody. I'm like off white. I don't look like anybody in the lineup. So, oh. you know, they they just weren't feeling it. That's it. That's all. They just weren't feeling it. I don't know what else to say. They just weren't feeling it. And and you just you just just kept on doing it. Yeah, you said thank oh. you, good night. Oh, oh, so you're, you're, you're just cool, calm, and Luckily, they started booing me. What? What? They booed you? I thought you knew that. They, well, luckily, I didn't know they booed you. I thought they were just quiet. No, no, they booed me. Luckily, they started booing me, like, you know, eight minutes into the set. But you said you did ten minutes. So for two minutes, you kept singing yeah. as they were booing you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you acknowledge that they were booing you, or you just ignored it, or...? Yeah, no, it was, uh, I just started to ignore it. I woke up and I was like, everybody should fuck up. But they didn't, you know, it just didn't work, so. Oh, no! Yeah, it didn't go well. Didn't go well. I can't even imagine that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to. I'll just send you the video. Yeah. You have the video? Are you going to post it? I did. It's already on my, I did post it. It's on my TikTok. Oh, I want to see it. Oh, my yeah, God. Just scroll down see it. But you, you, you take bombing very personally because I imagine it doesn't happen a lot, so that's probably uh, why, right? I don't know, dude. It's like, <clears throat> I mean, how would you take it if somebody booed you? If a hundred people booed you? Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. How do you how do you deal with bombing? How does it make you feel? I I take it kind of personally. I mean, not not I don't hold it against them, but I I tell myself, oh man, Ryan, you you know you, you suck or like. You were horrible or something like that. But yeah. the thing is with that but the thing is you need to be able to separate what you did on stage from who you are. Right. And right now those yeah. two are too connected to Yeah, exactly. Alright, so like can I offer you a bit of advice when it comes to doing your of shows? Of course. From now on when you get off stage, uh, give yourself a grade. Oh. And grade yourself on timing, material, uh, what are the other ones? Timing, material, stage presence. stage presence. And let's just say like focus or some shit. Oh, and you do that too? I used to do that a lot. Wow. Uh, in an effort to like objectively break down what didn't do well. Right? Because right now all you're doing is you do bad and you get on stage and you say, I am bad. But you are not bad, Ryan. Thank you. What you did on stage was bad. Right, right. Right? Yeah. Your joke wasn't good or your timing was off right. or somebody uh, heckled you. You know what I'm saying? You're not bad. You're yeah. great. Yeah. You're not going to leave this this podcast and say I bombed, right? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I felt very good. I feel like uh, like I'm about to embark on a new journey. Of I'm just saying, like, grade, grade it so you could objectively, because performance is its own art form, right? And you are the performer. So if you want to give yourself an even another barrier, you know, make a character out of it. Oh, so that wow. way, like, the person off stage 
is protected because the character on stage takes all the heat. Maybe I could be that awesome version of myself. Maybe you could, man. Maybe you could. I'm just saying, there's a lot of things you could do differently. There's a lot of things you could stay the same, also. But there's a lot of things you could always do differently. I would say, I will say out of um, all the podcast guests I had, this was the most insightful. Very, you're a very wise man, Mr. J. I just had to do a lot of work, you know. Well, it's that's a, where wisdom a, comes a, from, a, life it's, experience. It's a, daily, it's a daily grind, believing in yourself, you know. So even that sounds so wise. I'm just saying, I saw Patrice O'Neill in an interview. He's a really funny comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. to this Yes, dude. yes. But he was talking about dreams, right? And it's like, you ever have somebody tell you about their dream from the night before, and they're, they're, you're like, why are they telling me this? Like, I don't give a shit about this. So now, like, imagine you have your own dream in real life, and you got to try to tell somebody about your dream of being a comedian or an actor or whatever, writer, director, and how are you going to get people to believe in that? So you have to believe in the shit a thousand percent because nobody else will, dude. I'm telling I mean, they, and it, they'll only, they'll, they will only start believing in it once, once, you know, they know it's a sure thing. And then, then they'll be posting on your shit like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. And it's like, well, where were you like 10 years ago though? Were you proud then or no? You know what I mean? So Ryan, I, I hope this left you with a lot of, a lot. I hope the Q&A has led to more Q&As, <laughs> more questions. Okay, well, yes. Thank you so much, Morgan. Yeah. I have one final thing. Hey, me. What is your favorite quote? My favorite quote? Yeah, or one of them. I know you're saying. No, no, no. I'll tell you what. I have a TikTok, um, pr like, I, I, I uh, what's the <laughs> word? I, I, like, pin my inspiration. Oh. So if you go to collections uh, to do creativity, I have inspiration. Oh, so, like, wow. I keep saving these. Like, let me see what this one was. Uh... Look at this one, read this one. Can you read this one for me? <clears throat> the only person with whom you have to compare yourself is you in the past. Didn't I just tell you that you that you're, you're should be embarrassed by who you are? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Read that. Instead of fighting the world, kill your ego. Come on, bro. Wow. And this is from a TikTok. Who's posting this? So Let me do another one. Inspiring. If you are overthinking, write. If you are underthinking, read. That's it. To survive, do what seasons do. Change. All right. <laughs> And Morgan just dropped the mic and left. Thank you guys. I'll see you next time. One, two, three. Oh crap. Cool.